Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. We are here for another fan favorite, (laughs) Profit Reports. Hi, let's talk about all the things we did in July and how much money our products made and... (laughs) You know, the things we do. Yeah, I love the profit reports. They're such a great opportunity to break down what's been successful in our business, give us a chance to reflect on the things we did, the things we worked on, things we would do differently, and and how it ultimately affected the bottom line, because that's what this is about. It's a profit report. It's not about a revenue or how much income we generated. It's about the profit we saw in our business. Now, before we get started, I think it was kind of interesting. I've been talking about using percentages to divide up your profit and your profit and loss statement is the thing I've referred to in terms of accounting. And recently I had a question about a line item and I asked my our bookkeeping company what some of the recommendations are. Now they work with hundreds of online businesses and people in our field. So they have a pretty general idea of how some of these things should be breaking down so that you see like the proper percentages and things across the board. And if you guys have questions at all, I'm always happy to share. But what made me really happy is the things we've been working so hard to do are the things he's saying are the top like the amounts we should be searching for. These aren't arbitrary. This is like, this isn't what just works for our business. It's what's worked for hundreds of other businesses. And I take a lot of pride in setting our business up in that way. So, well, and I think that's literally why we share these as percentages, because the amount sometimes can throw people off if their business is not in that same arena or with the same goals. But there are certain percentages that literal professionals are recommending that businesses are at in regards to profit or expenses on team or education or whatever advertising, whatever it might be. And so knowing that you're in that ballpark is really reassuring as you continue to make decisions. 
Oh, absolutely. So we'll definitely sprinkle that throughout and I'll tell you what we did versus what they recommend. So the first thing, let's just dive into what our month looked like before we get into the numbers. This was perhaps one of the busiest months we've had in multiple years, multiple years. Yeah, if you if you missed any of the conversation where, you know, we took years off from like deliberately deciding to be intentional about learning something new in order to grow because we really wanted to focus on our foundation and our products and honestly giving ourselves a little bit more freedom and our flexibility in our schedule. There are different seasons of your business where you can choose on how you're functioning in that business. I think that's one of the amazing opportunities that we have in growing an online business can give you. 2021 came around and we spent about the first quarter, yes, being intentional about decisions we were making. If you guys go back through to the episodes that we've been sharing all year, we've been sharing about the investments that we've been making in contractors, in our team, in various projects that some were one-off, some were a little bit more long-term that we've been actively deciding to focus on in our business. But Q1 was really a lot about the long-term strategies. So like things that we can spend the time now putting in place and over time they would grow to, to work and to be successful. Things like SEO or content, different ad strategies, et cetera. But then we got into like Q2 and Q3 and we're like, hey, you ready to like actually turn the knob up on everything that we're doing? And we spent a couple of weeks truly deciding and talking it out with each other of if you don't want to spend the time implementing the things that we're about to learn, then we shouldn't do this. But if we can both commit to spending the time because we guys tell we tell you guys all the time the biggest difference in between you seeing the results that you want in your business and getting stuck and staying stuck is taking action it can be wrong action it can be imperfect action it doesn't matter but moving the needle is the thing that's going to actually like show you results right and so we were like okay yes no we're in we're in we're in and i think honestly every week the universe is like are you sure that you're in cuz here's more stuff oh it has been nonstop. And I feel like when we did this, the interesting thing about making this intentional decision, not only for growth, but to really pour into our products and serving our customers and our members, it has been interesting how like all the side effects that you don't anticipate, like previously, I sp- I don't know if you guys remember, but back on the podcast, I'd be like, I really don't know what's happening three, six months from now. I don't know what's happening in the next year. I don't know what's happening in the next five years. I have more of a roadmap and more of like a trajectory and a gajillion ideas about what could happen in the future. They're like, everybody get out of my way because we're like going. Yeah, I could probably talk you through at least the next two years right now. Easily. And, you know, a lot of it is like in action and things that are happening really quickly. And some of the things we're working towards are like, you know, in the past, it's been like, well, that could maybe happen. But some of these things are happening. We're moving towards them. It's just a matter of time and timing. But it's been bizarre being in this season while like all of that is happening. So we're, you know, we made this decision. We decided to do like a massive update to our membership, you know, because the membership itself wasn't enough. We already gave you access to thousands of sales and marketing templates. Let's just add more options onto that. We were like, what else do the people need to actually succeed? Let's just give it to them. Well, and really it came down to accountability and support. And so we rolled out 
and we have been rolling out a bunch of new things in August, but in July, it was like prep central. We were like getting everything up and running, recording things mapping things out, creating processes for, for things we'd never done before. And there was a ton of behind the scenes working. Like I learned so much about our project management system and really dive deeper into creating systems and, and tasks and templates so that we could have a really streamlined approach to rolling all this out. And on top of that, we still were doing the things we already had planned for the month, but it started out with, let's just like preview this. And so we sent an email out to all our annual members. Hey, we think this stuff's coming. What do you guys think? And we gave options for our monthly members to upgrade to get access to what we called a founder's call. And that was at the very beginning of July. Yeah, we we talk about this often too, where we want you guys to get paid while you're validating ideas and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And we've been using that methodology literally since day one of being in business, whether that's like beta launching a course, pre-selling something, offering like a paid, more intimate experience of something so that you can provide feedback. And so that was a rendition of this. And so if, if you're thinking of launching someone or, or something or trying something new, really consider, is there some sort of like paid beta version, smaller group, intimate experience that you can provide so that you can provide value, but you can also get feedback on how to like really kick it off. And that was a really crucial element for us because we got to really start practice having these conversations that we wanted to kind of segue and transition this community into and get real life feedback in real time from our really valued members on what that experience could look like. Because I think, I don't know, I feel like it's one of those like amygdas, right, of the online space where everyone says they want accountability and support, but then when it's offered, you actually still have to take action and follow through. So it's like you need accountability for your accountability. And so we've been really, really intentional about creating the community community that supports that and isn't just one more thing for you to have to feel like you have to check off or attend or spend your time on that it's truly being like a supporting arm in your business because doing it alone literally sucks so no for sure and if if you guys are interested in what that looks like and how we're implementing it it's live like we we have officially launched the creative template shop has gone out into the world and we're now calling it the creative shop co-op you can go to creativeshopcoop.com and check out all the details and see what's really happening behind the scenes um, what did we roll out? How are we including accountability? And if you're already a member, if you're already one of the over 600 members who have already dived into this, are you kidding me? Then you should definitely be checking your email because we've been sending you emails. You just got even more benefits been, <laughs> on the house. We've been sending you emails about the new Facebook community, the monthly strategy calls, the, the new private member podcast hint, hint. So definitely be paying attention to that. So go to creative shop co-op.com, no spaces, and check that out. I'm really excited about what that means for us. Now, we're in the midst of it. So we did this founder's call, and then we're working on all the things so we could launch in August officially. We have three really big promotions a year for one of our affiliate partners, and we had the biggest one of the year <laughs> planned while we're making one of the biggest shifts we've made in our business in years. It was fine. I didn't want to pull my hair out or anything. I think I only had like 
three panic attacks in July. It's fine. Called you during. Well, one here's of them. the thing. Here's the thing. It's weird. And this is something I want to touch on because I do think it's important to note before we even talk about the promotion itself. I have to remind each and every one of you that there are seasons in your business. And we have absolutely had seasons where we did the minimum viable thing to keep our business running and maintaining it and like supporting the people that were paid and all of that. We've also gone overboard and done too much too fast. We've also tried to like solve problems with people or products instead of solving them. And then like having someone help us with the solution that we've already identified. We've done all the things. The season we're in right now, the difference is we made a choice for it. And we both know that like we're in a we're in a space where we're t- taking short-term sacrifices for long-term impact on not just our business, but on potentially thousands of small business owners. To be in this season, like I couldn't have done it a year ago because I couldn't have done it a year ago, but I'm in a place now where like choosing to do it, it's tough. And I do have days that I'm upset. And like, I do have days that I cry like this morning, (laughs) (laughs) but like usually the crying is just like, I'm just a bit overwhelmed and frustrated. And some of the stuff is happening so fast. Like I'm having to like grieve the past and like become a new leader and become a new person so I can like better lead my team and better lead my organization. And well, because what always happens when you choose to be in a season of growth, the things that you're actually being intentional about growing are happening while also there are things that are outside of your control that happen that force you to have to pay attention to it or fix something or create a solution or whatever when you maybe weren't planning for that. And that has happened a handful of times for us already this year. It's never the, I'm making the decision and I get to only focus on this. There's also everything else that's happening. Well, and that's the thing with being a business owner, right? You, you, you start one segment of your business and everyone's just like, Oh, I'm going to work on Pinterest. And then I'm going to like work on blogging and then I'm going to work on social. And then I'm going to like work on my offers and blah, blah, blah. But like what nobody else talks about is If you're doing this right, you like do a thing for a season, systemize it or delegate it. So you either use a system or a person or you figure out a system so that you can do it in less time and then you keep adding on to it. Like it's not a like, oh, and now we don't do that anymore. Have there been things like we've intentionally let go of? Absolutely. For sure. That happens all the time. There's things we've let go of and then come back to even. It's been a season, right? So we are planning for all the things with the co-op and then this promotion came up, which is not a surprise. Like we were planning for it for months, but it was a matter of like actually doing the thing. So we ran our five days to launch challenge. Our famous, you mean our famous five days to launch challenge that has helped over 10,000 small business owners get clear on an offer and get it out into the world in five days or less. You guys. It's always insane, but I love it. It's such an amazing opportunity for people to get their butt off the ground, taking action, doing the things they say they want to be doing. And we've absolutely seen that happen. Like we've had people launch their business in two days and land their first client. We've had people who've made thousands of dollars in that first week. We've had people who, I mean, it is not exactly 
all the way to the goal line, but they've made more progress in a week than they did in two years. And so, you know, we meet people where they're at. We're never trying to say, well, if you didn't do this, then it wasn't success. Success is different for everybody. And we love watching our people go through that and implementing. And it's just such a great segue for us to like lead people through the strategy, taking an idea and getting it out into the world and getting paid for it. And then showcasing Dubsado because Dubsado is our favorite all-in-one system to help people automate a large chunk of their business, especially if they're a service provider, because you can get that proposal out into the world, you can have someone sign a contract, you can have someone pay you, and then you can automate the whole onboarding process and even offboarding process. Do you still have to work with the client? Yes, like obviously. But it can take off most of the things that are the same about all your client work, then you're going to be doing so much less manually. It also was the one thing that didn't exist that we absolutely needed when we were service providers. And it's just such an awesome opportunity. So we were promoting their three-time-a-year sale, which is just so crazy like it's but you know what i feel so proud of though we have like gotten this so down to science that not only did like emails go out the way they were supposed to and social went out the way they were supposed to but the amount of people confused was so much less (laughs) you know with any promotion you're always going to get people who respond and ask questions or they don't get it or they don't know where a link is or whatever That always happens. But it was something like, we've done this enough times and we've perfected our language enough that over time, now people just understand what we mean the first time we say it, which doesn't sound like a big deal. But when you get thousands of emails a week, trust me, it was a big deal. Yes. Well, and I think it also shows the value in, and this is funny because it's a conversation I'm having in a literal, completely different space in the physical handmade space. I've been talking with other makers recently about the value in revisiting your old work and not devaluing your old work and really spend time maybe picking an old style. This could be an old product, an old offer, an old service, an old package, whatever it might be for you. And really taking away like the fact that you think it's old or the fact that you think everyone has heard about it and really look at it with fresh eyes from how can it help serve more people? How can I, if I keep offering the same thing, even if it's just once or twice a year, like this big event that we do, if we keep doing the same structure and just tweak this thing, make this better, add more value, do this new feature it's like such a like even more amazing kick ass experience every single year that we offer every single time that we offer it because we're revisiting something that already has an amazing process and system. Well, and just to like hit the nail on the head further that like generally speaking you're not repeating yourself because there's always new people around. We had a meeting with our S Oh my god, this is mind blowing. I still can't get over this. We had a meeting with our SEO team. Okay, we get tens of thousands of people on our blog every month, right? Not just our blog, our whole website. What was it, 83 or 87? 84. It was 83.7 something. So 84%. 84% of our traffic on our main website are people who've never been to our website. 84% were visiting our website for the first time. I had our like 
I was like, Meg, wait a minute, go back to that. And I'm going to clarify that that's what that means. Cause that's how I read it. But is that what that means? And she's like, yeah, that's what that means. I was like, okay, wait, so here's what that means. And she's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's literally what it means. I was like, okay, but wait, this is what that means. <laughs> like me as the, like, you know, marketing and copy person and like deciding how we're like really integrating our message on the website and then social and then email and making sure those pieces tie together. I'm like, holy shit, all of these people like never heard of us before and are maybe visiting, literally are visiting our website for the very first time. It changes everything. Yeah, it changes how you talk, how you communicate. And so, I mean, your email list is a little bit different. Like the likelihood is it's more regular, a bit more regular. You're definitely going to have new people all the time. But like, if you start looking at where do people spend time? Where are people coming in the door? You would be surprised how often they've never seen what you've done before. Like even if they've been on your email list, when's the last time you promoted the thing you're about to talk about? Has it been more than four months? Like if it's been more than four months, how many people have joined your list that have literally never heard you talk about this thing before? (laughs) You know, the thing that I think people forget is business goes in cycles. And so like, and I don't care what industry you're in. Now there's some industries that have like hard ins and outs. Like for instance, if you're in the wedding industry, someone's only a bride until they're not, right? And so photography, like if you're a newborn photographer, someone's only pregnant until their baby's two. So like you have a window of opportunity And even though we're not in an industry that has like such strict in and outs, like people can come and go and we definitely have people who come and go and come back and come and go and come back again. It's still surprising how many people are like totally new to your audience and totally new to your message and totally new to what you offer all the time. All the time, truly, because I mean, I'm sitting here like, okay, we're creating this next blog post and this piece of content. and literally, I've just always pictured it going out. I think I maybe because I grew up in the age of like the RSS blog reader where like Google would send you an email of like the latest blog post for of all the people that you follow. Like that's how I picture blogs still acting. So like, oh, the blog I read every day just released a new blog post. Thank you for letting me know. But that's literally not how this is anymore. No. And that's, I mean, that's not the strategy we're using on no, the site no, no, no. either. But I think that's important to note that like your entry point is different. And so how you talk to people needs to be different. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Also... RIP the RSS feed because I really do miss that. You know, there's literally one person on the entire internet that I still follow on a regular basis. Oh, I have like four. I'm trying to think. I mean, if I'm if I'm being generous, sometimes it's two, but generally speaking, I've only stopped. Mine one. are all home decor. Yeah. That are things that I will literally never do, but I love watching. I have one home decor person that I stalk because I'm just fascinated with her whole life and her whole business. And I will, but literally everything else I'm not, it's just not a thing, but people, the way people interact with content is different. And so like, even, and part of it might be my age, part of it might be my like point I am in my career and in my business. I'm just not consuming as much content as I used to, even though I'm still bombarded with it. Like I still am signed up to so many emails that I just never unsubscribe from I am genuinely curious, though, if this is the first podcast you've ever listened to of our podcast. Oh, my God. Go message Will us. you please message us over at Boss Project? I would love to know if 566, the one you're listening to right now, if it was the first time you've ever listened to this show, please send us a DM. I would love to actually, you know what? I'm going to tell Jared, we're going to send you like a little coupon code. I'm not going to tell you for what or what it does or anything, but if this is the first time you listen to the show... So as a DM, we have a little gift for you. Anyway, let's get into actual numbers. Okay, so we, just to remind you, we did the upgrade thing. We we got people in beta, basically. Then we did this Dubsado promotion, which it was the challenge and then a full week of promo, right? But the interesting part about promoting an affiliate 
And this is true for any time we promote an affiliate. It depends on if you decide to spend money, but you spend money today for a hope that you get paid later, right? <laughs> and it's not, you don't always get the dollars right away. So, you know, when we promote our own products, usually the time span in which someone signs up, we actually get cash in the door today, but we spent some money. I'll talk first about dollars because I think dollars are interesting. We spent more, uh, I think dollars are interesting. <laughs> Expenses is really what I meant to say. So we spent more on ads this month in July, knowing we were promoting the challenge, even though the challenge is totally free, because we were on the back end of it promoting our Dubsado affiliate, but we don't get paid until August, which actually that's a really short affiliate time span. Like a lot of people would have a 30, 60 or even 90 day payout period. We get paid really fast. It's not true for everybody. But because of that, we spent more and we will see that income coming in August. So our cost of goods sold were higher than I would like. The a typical good number, and this is not my number, this is this is the you know how I said we would compare to the hundreds of people number, right? The number is 30% that you're shooting for. I generally find it's about 25-26% on marketing costs. Now, if you have actual costs of your product, then this would go into that. So like, we don't have a lot. I mean, we technically it's our software, but we pull that out elsewhere. But like, if you were having a physical good, then 30% total should be your cost of goods sold or less. And that includes fees. So we had 35% on ads, 4% on fees, and half a percent on affiliates in the month of July, which it's going to go down again, because that's just literally how it'll work. But it'll probably mean that our cogs are low. Right. I was just envisioning, I'm like, okay, of, of what's coming in August, then I think that's going to be the absolute reverse where cogs will be low and the profit will be higher. And I don't know if it'll go back down to 20, like to like make up for it or whatever, but it won't be 40 again. Now, the next up, Emily, let's talk about your computer for a second. I've had a, my desktop for almost 10 years and I feel like for the past one and a half years, Abby has heard me fighting with how slow my desktop is, how I like I'm late to meetings because Zoom won't open, this file won't open, I can't download this thing. So much so that honestly, for the past nearly year, I've been working for my laptop, not my desktop, my laptop. And so that started to get like it was kind of being wonky. So we like paid to get both of them serviced and that carried us through. But ultimately, I it was just one back-to-back day where I, was, I like literally kept missing meetings or having to join from my phone because nothing was working. And I was like, we need to, I need a new computer. She was like, let's go tomorrow and get them. It's fine. We'll just go tomorrow and get them. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, all right. So we went, we got new desktops. <laughs> we did. You know, what's really crazy is we've been in business almost six years and Boss Project has never bought us computers. Oh, that's not true entirely. I got okay. So you've never gotten a computer. I've never gotten a new computer. You got a can. You got camera equipment. Yep. Years yep. ago, in that same year, I got a laptop because I was so sick. I had to work from the couch primarily. Yep. And then we've gotten iPads. We did get iPads, but like the fact that we've been in business this long and we never got desktops is honestly crazy. So your desktop was nine years old. Mine was eight years old, and. <laughs> I'm like, how are, how are these things still working? The funny thing is it was finally getting to the point where like we would get these error messages that like this 
version is no longer being supported. It was literally going to be like Asana wasn't going to work anymore on our computers because they were that old. <laughs> but they're new and they're so fast and they're fresh. And I got the the green one and Abby got the yellow one and they're so cute. The funny thing is the yellow looks bright yellow in the store. And in my office, it looks like like a gold Mercedes. <laughs> oh, beautiful. We, we've also been in business so long that that we were in high school when they had the colorful color Macs that we used to work on. I used to work on in the newspaper and yearbook room and it's full circle now that I have one mm-hmm. in my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that, but that doesn't mean we did have higher expenses. And I think it's important that you guys you have to think about your hardware occasionally. Like when we were doing a lot of photography, we did upgrade camera equipment when we thought, LOL, that we were going to start vlogging. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why we bought that camera. That camera has been used like three times. I know. We bought, which is so funny. We bought our flip camera so that we could do video. We have done video for Boss Project, not nearly the volume we thought we would be doing. But we both use that camera all the time. So I love that camera. It's the Canon GX7. And it is so good. It's a point and shoot, but it is incredible. You can do manual mode. It has Wi-Fi. I literally use it every single day of my life. You can find that at bossproject.com slash Amazon. I think we have it all linked up in our camera section. Yep, it's still available. You can go buy it. It's good. It's, it's a really good camera. But anyway, all of that to say... <laughs> We normally, our hardware software section of our P&L is generally 1% to 2%. And for a business of our size, software is typically more like 4%. We are thrifty bitches. We are lean. (laughs) We... This is Abby. This is Abby. Oh, we want to try to use this new software. Let me me call them and see if I can get it it for free. I, I, I actually don't want to say out loud how many things we get for free because I think people would be upset, but like, <laughs> it's a but lot. It's a lot. <laughs> so, literally, guys, and it's not because we're special, it's because we, ask. oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I used an Abby technique on my accountant recently, and I even called Abby to be like, I would not have done this if I didn't learn it from you. Save so much money. You know what? Just ask. You never know what'll happen when you ask. Sometimes it's a discount. Sometimes it's a, I mean, whatever. You know what? Like I just asked today for like a high-end program we're considering. I was like, I haven't even had a chance to look at this, but I don't want to miss any of bonuses. So like can the thing expired, but can I just get the link with the bonuses? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Whatever. It's no skin off their back. <laughs> Anyway, so normally we're one to two percent. The general is more like four for typical businesses of our size, but we had a fifteen percent month because we didn't just buy new computers. We also bought. <laughs> we also bought. When you're in the Apple Store, you cannot be tamed. <laughs> we, we bought really nice new headphones. Oh, guys, the AirPods. AirPods. <laughs> the AirPods. Max, it's sorry, it's the dumbest name, Apple. I don't know why you keep running with AirPods when these are not AirPods. Anyways, they're headphones. They're like regular wireless headphones. Over the like ear headphones. Over the ear headphones. When I, okay, anyone here who has a child who talks nonstop, 
Or maybe like a parrot that talks a lot <laughs> or like Abby's dog who constantly <laughs> wheezes like she's been smoking for 37 years. Regardless, if you have something in your house that is just a constant chitter chatter, maybe a chatty partner, these headphones, I kid you not, have the best white noise. You think the AirPods Max have good white noise, which they do. They're not wrong. This is like, I had to get They're accustomed to. What? Is it Pro and then Max? You yeah, I have that. I have the Pro, the AirPods okay. Pro, the okay. ones that are just the little yeah. tiny ones yeah. in your ears. The Pro ones of those have have good white noise. I thought that was like top line, top of the notch. I put these suckers over my ears. I le- I thought I was gonna fall over. I was so discombobulated because I couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> the noise canceling. Is- I'm also losing my hearing. It's a genetic thing, so that could be part of it too. But. <laughs> I mean, I'm partially deaf in one ear. It's fine. Anyway, so we we spoiled ourselves. It was Christmas in July. I we also sp- got the mint matching mint headphones. Abby got the boring silver white. Guys, I would have got a white computer if they had a white computer, but they don't have. I I wasn't they gonna order though. A, they have silver, but the silver was not good. It was the silver. silver was like it looked. I, I mean, I had a silver in the old one, but this silver is almost like medical. Like it's like like so cool yeah. silver that it was yeah anyway no judgment no. if you get that color i'm just saying this well i'm judging you because it's boring 15 <laughs> percent on our hardware software line item this month which was very high for us but i bet parker was like what the heck <laughs> what do you do like about time girls can't believe you waited that long oh my gosh okay and then the last bit is team. So this is interesting. And that I just want to touch on this because I, when I got Parker's like recommendations, I like studied it and I was like, is there anything different that I don't know about? And so he has two labor line items. He has one that's like more for like course membership tape based businesses and more for service based businesses. So, but what would you say we are? Cause I don't think we, align fully with course membership. We are a CAS. We're a course acting as a service or a sack or a um, service <laughs> acting as a course. We're <laughs> a sack. That sounds terrible. Are we are we a mass membership acting as a service? Ooh, there it is. Okay, well, no market. That's trademarked. Don't steal it. Mass. We're a mass. M-A-A-S. Membership acting as a service. Okay, thought so, of it here. So we're a hybrid, right? So I've been saying literally if you've been listening, I've been saying for what? Since we've been starting this, like a year and a half, two years, whatever. I don't even know when we started these profit reports. I've been saying we should. I was like, the podcast? No, (laughs) profit reports. God. Okay. I've been saying 25% felt good for us, which makes total sense because he's saying course membership, 20%, service base, 30%. And if we're a hybrid, then I think 25 makes total sense. I'm so proud of us because this has been so high and we've been like, it's going to work out, guys. We're rearranging. It's going to be fine. We are 28%, which feels really good. I think it's actually going to go down and then and then it's going to get real crazy towards the end of the year. I'm just telling you right now, you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. We are like the people on, what was that show with, um, oh, what not to wear. When they come out in that 360 mirror 
and they're looking so fresh when they go see their family and friends at the bar and you can't even recognize them, that's going to be us. I don't even know how that relates at all. <laughs> but you, but the rest of this year is going to get really crazy. These proper reports are going to get really crazy. Anyway, so those are our major expenses. So let's talk about income. The shop is moving and grooving. So if you, regardless of what kind of business you are, you should have a flagship offer. We used to have way too many offers. I remember when Parker would sit in our calls and he'd be like, He's like, okay, you made $12 on this one, $174 on this one, $37,000 on this one. $37,000. He's like, why do you still have this $12 offer? I don't know. So he would get on our case all the time of like, why are you all over the place? And we worked so freaking hard to like streamline so we have less shit. Anyway. He is suggesting you have a flagship offer that's at least 50% of your revenue. I couldn't agree more. You need to have a main thing, a priority, something that's going on in your business that serves the biggest purpose in your business. Now, the interesting thing is we have what I would consider a flagship offer, which is the co-op. But we also have a signature program, um, which used to be our flagship, but now it's, it's just a piece of the business. And there's just a whole bunch coming and changing, and I just can't tell you all the things. Um, but the shop, which means all of the membership, and we have one-off templates that we sell at creativetemplateshop.com, all of that together was 61% of our business in July. Now, would you guess that Strategy Academy or Affiliate Income was the next biggest line item. Well, I'm looking at it. Oh, well, cheater, cheater. I would have guessed Affiliate, though. You would have guessed Affiliate. Okay, well, yeah. it was, the very, I mean, literally neck and neck. It was within half a percent of each other and one I had to round up and one I had to round down and whatever. So it was very, very, very close. It's been interesting watching Strategy Academy be like the primary part of our business and then like it change over time. It's still such an impactful program though. I cannot wait. This is actually Dude, it's getting an amazing facelift too. Oh, totally. And there's an there's an episode coming out in early September that's gonna oh, blow my. your mind with Alyssa. <sighs> so good. I'm gonna listen to it again. Just it was so good. Okay. But if you've been thinking about Strategy Academy, do not delay. You need to get in on this. Okay? Like, I don't know what you're waiting for. If you if you have a reason that you've been waiting, you need to DM me because I want to talk to you about it. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna send me a message at Boss Project and you're gonna say, I've been thinking about Strategy like, Academy. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Because we're gonna get you off that fence. We're gonna get you in that program. We're gonna get you seeking results. Because the main thing with Strategy Academy, I want people to have that single offer. That flagship offer. And we want you to start creating consistent revenue from it. Okay. So get your booty inside. 17% though. Strategy Academy. Affiliates. Moving on up. Oh, I that was really out of tune. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people come here for our singing. So no worries. It's true. It's true. Um, we've had affiliates like I said, be as much as 25% of our business. It's at 16, but it is a really big chunk of our business for sure. 
Um, yeah, and I, I will like to see what it is for August because, again... Yeah, we promoted in July, but the income doesn't show until August. So then there would be... It's always wonky when you, like, make the income later. You're like, oh, that's so nice. It just, like, pads your stuff, but you're uh-huh. working on other things. Yeah, because you forgot about all the hard work you did to make that money. So it feels like free money. Which it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Definitely not. And Trello... Came in last. What? Whatever, girl. Whatever. Six percent. It's a little tortoise that's just hanging out over there. Keep trucking them along. I feel like it should be eating carrots. (laughs) You're much better at your carrot eating noises. Um, Okay. So all of that to say, if if you guys were paying attention, because hardware and software was higher and cogs were higher. That ate into our profit because we didn't change anything else. We didn't like adjust our team down because we knew our cogs were going to be higher. Like, sorry guys, I bought a computer. You gotta go. (laughs) Yeah, like we didn't do that. Um, And we spent money today on income that we hope to make tomorrow, which at this point I already know happened. Already know what it is. It worked out, guys. It was a good gamble. (laughs) Yes, gamble worth it. So because of that, it ate our profit. Um, So we were only at 6% profit this month. But the interesting thing is, because I absolutely did not remember Parker literally ever saying this to us. Maybe he did. And it was just like lingering in the back of our head. But remember how we were like, we're going to get to 30% reoccurring profit. Like that's our goal. Apparently, that's what he's recommending for all course and membership businesses and 20% for service-based businesses. So 25% is our new goal. That still feels a little far away. (laughs) I don't think so. I do think, and this is, I can't, it's hard because I want to tell you all the things, but I can't tell you anything. But Emily knows what I'm saying, even though I'm not really saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I'll read between your insinuations. No. We will absolutely be making the income we need to be making, but because of all the changes happening simultaneously, I don't think it's all going to shake out until early next year. So I think we're going to have really up and down profits, really up and down profits, even with revenues rising. I do want to share something. This will be the last thing and then we can wrap it up. I feel like this conversation, this question has been asked a lot in a couple of different groups. And I saw it pop up recently where, you know, someone was asking, what is your definition of a seven figure business? And so some people will say, you know, I believe it's, it's a business that consistently makes seven figures every single year. And then someone else says, I believe it's when you have seven figures in profits. And someone else will say, I believe it's when you can sell your business for seven figures. So everyone has a different definition. So A, you get to decide what your definition is. No one else, you get to decide what that is. But one cool thing that I saw on that thread, I think you guys are familiar with Latisse Hudson. She's super phenomenal. Her business has exploded in the last year, year and a half love what she's got going on. She worded it in a way that really clicked with me and really resonated. And she says, she talks about it. Like I grew a seven figure business in insert the amount of time it took you to do that. And then she'll say, then when we had a seven figure year, she says, this was my first seven figure year. And so I really resonate with that. And then around that same time that I was kind of reading that thread, you messaged me about some cool milestones that we had. So I feel like we can say half of that sentence. Guys, it's so crazy. It's just been, it's been an amazing journey getting to this point. But there's just been a lot that's happened in the last six years. Like I think about, you know, the amount of money I was making when I was working corporate. And, you know, I've since more than doubled 
my personal salary. You know, the business itself has gone on to make not 1 million, but multi-million in revenue. We've helped hundreds, if not thousands of small business owners launch their business. We've had tens of thousands of students in our programs. And we, we've touched nearly every, every corner of the planet with the people that we've talked to, communicated with, hired, worked with. And to be at the point that we're at now, it just, it's bizarre because I'm not really sure why we haven't made, quote unquote, seven figures in a 12 month time span. Because if you looked at our competitors or other businesses of our size or like the amount of media we've put out or the the impact we've had, we definitely are like right up there with other people. But I do think what we've done is grow slower on purpose, be more intentional about building a foundation. It's not a here today, gone tomorrow thing. Like we're about creating long-term impact on this industry and helping women and femmes from all over the world build not just profitable businesses, but ones that sustain the lifestyle that they want. To do all the things we've done, given all the hurdles we faced with your adoption and and my health issues and buying a house and having, you know, our grandmother move in with dementia and like deaths and family stuff and like I mean all the stuff. Like it's mind boggling to me. But I just feel very blessed to be where we're at. And and that's why we don't share. I mean, I could share numbers. I could tell you exactly how much revenue we made in any given month. But it's really not important. I, I do want you to know we're here for a, the long haul and want to support you regardless of what your goal looks like. Regardless if it's $5,000 a month or you are chasing a million dollar business. We're here for you at every stage. Your only homework that you have from this episode, if if this is the first episode you've literally ever listened to on the Strategy Hour, I need you to go DM us right now at Boss Project on Instagram and just tell us. It's literally just for survey. I just want to know if this is your first episode you've ever listened to. Go, go message and go say hey. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details really love this show, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.